Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pray Different Podcast, brought to you by yours truly, that girl, and a bag of chips, where you get to see the raw and real ins and outs of a woman after Christ's heart. I'm Nicole Adiela, or just Nicole, fearfully and wonderfully made in God's eyes. Period. I feel like I haven't said my intro in a little minute. I'm sorry. I know y'all missed that. <sighs> How dare I? So rude. But back and better. Um, so I want to open this up in prayer. Here we go. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day and I thank you for waking us up this morning and granting us the grace to walk in our purpose and our destiny in which you have called us for. Heavenly Father, I just pray over that this episode and pray that whoever you are speaking to listens and hears you, Father God. I ask the Holy Spirit to speak through me, Lord Jesus, and allow this experience to be edifying for not only my listeners, but also me as well. Father God, I thank you and I praise you and I give you adoration for in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yeah. Okay, this episode was inspired by my favorite couple in the world that was recently married this summer. Melody Anthony. Let's give a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Of her, her. Hashtag Anthony's Melody 23. Get right or get left. Thank you. Um, so they asked a couple questions and I just felt so led um to answer them and make them a podcast episode because um originally I had a totally different idea, but we always let the Holy Spirit lead, and he's like, no, you're going to answer this one. This is what this episode's going to be about, and you're going to record it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Nah, he was very gentle with it, of course, but I took heed. I was being obedient, Oh, which is amazing because I literally just did a Bible study about obedience yesterday, and obedience is better than sacrifice. I don't want to have to, you know start struggling because I'm not obedient you could have done it the easy way now you want to do it the hard way nah okay but (laughs) there are two questions I'm going to be answering today the first question or lump sum of questions is what are ways you've learned to have consistency and intimacy with the Holy Spirit do you have specific time blocked out to intentionally be intimate how do you come back when it's been a minute and stir up a desire for intimacy with him? Um, this was such an amazing question, um, but it just made me think about my experience and really sit and understand that things haven't been the way they used to be. So when I first made God the Lord of my life in October of 2022, which has almost been a year, yeah. It was so easy to stay intimate with him. I was submitting every single way of my life to him. I was reading my word. I was praying without ceasing. But now I have periods of times where I feel distant and I feel like I'm not in his presence as much. Um, As you know from my previous episodes, I do a Bible study every lunch break um, at work. I have not been consistent with that so I've decided to start getting back on that and also incorporating more things into my morning as well um so I think I've said it before but 
when I wake up in the morning, before I touch my phone, I don't care if you don't know the time, ask Alexa, you ain't touching the phone. I have to spend time with the Holy Spirit. I have to pray. I have to commit my day in or to his hands, to his will out loud. I need the enemy to know, like, this day is the Lord's. Thank you. And I know any trials that come, the Lord allows it for my um, development and his glory. So don't play with me. Thank you. Um, from there, <laughs> after getting ready for the day, um, I get into a worship se- session as I'm driving. Um, and then during my lunch break, I either read a book that will edify me um, on Christ or I'll read the actual Bible. And that's my way of trying to be in his presence in different ways. Um, I also do Bible studies with my friend Peace, which hold me accountable as well, because although we're, we're not always able to meet physically, you know how it is. Like, life be life in. You just, you know, you randomly get thrown in places where you need to be obedient. You need to take heed or, you know, some things are causing more of your attention. Um, even though we don't meet physically, we do talk about what we read nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten, baby, I'm still flesh. We be falling off the wagon, but the righteous fall out seven times. All that matters is we get back up. Thank you so much. <laughs> but um, it's so important. Um, we are never, this is just something I really want everyone to know. We are never too far from God. We are never, ever, ever, ever too far from God. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. So no matter how far we run, he's right there. He's like, oh, you you thought you were running by yourself? No, nah, I was just, I was taking, I was right with you. I was right with you. You are never too far from him. Um, No matter how large the sin is, no matter how bad you're feeling, no matter how long you've been away from him, it's literally so important for you to know that you just have to have the heart's desire to reconnect with him. So once he sees that heart posture, everything becomes easier after after that because you're in his presence more. You have the heart, the, the hunger for him, and he will never leave you hungry or thirsty. He is the living water and the daily bread. He will give you exactly what you need. Your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. So you need to take heed. You need to get in his presence. You need to glorify him in some kind of way. Get back to some old um, things that you are doing to glorify God. Start new ones. Start brainstorming new ones. Just have conversation with him. I think that's so important. People don't realize the importance of prayer. Um, They pray, they get up, they go. But prayer is a conversation. Prayer is when I tell the Lord how I'm feeling or how good he is to me or worshiping who he is. Prayer can be so many things, but also it's a conversation. So when I sit there and I tell him, Lord, I'm so sorry. I've been so distant. I've been so far. Give him the opportunity to speak back because he can give you a piece of knowledge that you've been needing in order to move from the stagnancy that you're in. I feel like that's just so important. Oh, I love God so much. I really do talk to him like my homie, like, Lord, I know I ain't been here for a minute. I know, I know, my bad, my bad, but I'm here again because I love you so much. I cannot leave you. Like, I just, I feel a deficit in my heart when I'm not near you. I feel like I'm quick to anger. I feel very impatient. I feel anxious. I feel depressed. 
Um, and this is not how I was feeling when I first met you. So what's going on? You're not with him. You're not, you're not dwelling in his presence. Um, even if it's a small thing, just reading a scripture a day and really deeping the scripture and embodying the scripture, like the scripture is telling you to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, it's very important to take heed to that because from there you can experience Christ again in the way that you experienced before, or even in a new and developed way with a new fire an unquenchable fire. Oh, that's so good. God is so good. Um, so yeah, um, just finding time to be in his presence. If you know you can't commit a certain time, make a time where you absolutely have to commit it to him daily. You have to do it daily, regardless of what's happening around you. God is always there. God is always welcoming. So always take time to spend with your creator, your lover, your friend, your father, no matter how long it's been. It's so important. So, so, so important. If you don't have all the time in the world, please, oh, even if you don't have all the time in the world, please make time. You you have to make time for your father because when it gets down to it and you're seeing him face to face at the gates of heaven and he says, I don't know you. Ooh, you weren't. We didn't build a relationship. We don't have a relationship. You you weren't being fed by me. You were being fed by things of the world. So you weren't doing what I've asked you to do in my word. You haven't been walking in love. You haven't been walking in light, which I know you can do, my child. You are so capable. So I just feel like, for me, I've just made intimacy so important because I love the feeling of the Holy Spirit. I just love how he convicts me and corrects me. I don't take it in a way that is like, oh my gosh, here he go again. It's just, I've been praying for something and he might not answer the way I want him to answer, but I'm just so ecstatic that he answers. Once you understand the love that Christ has for you, it's almost so hard to not want to come back to him, even if it's been a while, because I understand his love. And there's some times where, you know, I have been feeling far from him, but it's almost impossible for me to stay far from him. I have to start something again. I have to start a routine again because. I just, I'm craving him. Everyone's going around, not everyone, but people go around feeling a void that they feel like things on this earth can fill. But Jesus, wow, Jesus can fill that void forever. So that's my answer to the first question. I really hope that um, you, you got an understanding from that and that was clear. But the second lump sum of questions says, how do you distinguish the voice of the Holy Spirit from your own thoughts and your journey with that? Can I, can I explain basically my journey with that? Did I, from the beginning, know it was the Holy Spirit talking to me or was it a gradual process? So I want to start off with a couple scriptures. So we're going to be reading NLT and Amplified today. Yes. Ooh. Shout out to versions of the Bible. So the first one we're going to be reading is John chapter 10, verse 27. And this is from the Amplified Version. And it says, the sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. Ooh. 
the sheep that are my own, my children, my kids, they hear my voice and they listen to me. I know them and they follow me. It's the same as like, you know, um, you're in school or something and you're waiting for your parents to pick you up and you just know how their keys jingle. You know how they're, um, how they walk. You know what it sounds like. So you're like, oh, that's my mama. Let me, you know, let me start acting right. Let me get my stuff together. <laughs> so in the same way, it's the same with the Holy Spirit. We understand how um, he talks by reading his word. And we understand that it's him speaking to us by dwelling in his presence and understanding how he speaks to you specifically. Okay, and the second verse is John chapter 8, verse 47. This is the NLT version. It says, anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. And that's not to scare anybody. That's not to have any fear that you're like, oh, I don't know what God sounds like. So do I not belong? I'm about to, t I'm about to really open your eyes, man, because everyone's waiting for an audible voice. But let me open your eyes. Let me allow the Holy Spirit to open your eyes, please and thank you. But I also want you to, to really pay attention to this. It says to the words of God. So we're not talking about the Bible, but we're talking about the words that he speaks to you. When he convicts you, how do you take that? It says listens gladly. Do you take that with the heart of rejoicing? Because when you rebuke the spirit, there's no way for him to dwell in you if you're acting a different way than how he operates. There's no way for something good to dwell in a host that edifies or glorifies something else. So it really takes first examining yourself. Okay, am I abiding in what the Holy Spirit can inhabit or <laughs> am I just doing what I want to do? So this leads me into the meat of the question. What do I need to do in order to hear his voice? And these are, this is what the Holy Spirit laid on my heart. Um, so if you have a different interpretation, feel free, please feel free. DM anything, DM call, text, comment, anything so that I can get an understanding. I can answer any questions. Well, the Holy Spirit can because I, I, I like to go through him. He gives all the wisdom. But what do I need to do in order to hear his voice? I need to be in a constant atmosphere of worship. Worship is not a song. Worship is not singing, rolling around, crying. Worship is your actions, your behaviors. Worship can also be you pouring out your heart in a song, in a dance. But the actual song is not the worship. The act of singing is not the worship. It's your heart posture. That's why I don't listen to secular music. Unless it's like happy birthday or something. Because that's secular. But I like to listen to things that are glorifying God. Because it's easier to hear God when I'm in his house than when I'm down the street. You get what I'm saying? I'm in his presence, so it's easier to hear him because I'm closer to him. Dwelling in his word and his presence allows you to understand how he speaks to you. Everyone's waiting for an audible voice, but is that the way he speaks to you? Is it through people? Is it through situations? 
Have you prayed about something and the sermon on Sunday just seems to be calling you out? You just like, what? This pastor was right alongside me all day, huh? All week. Because why is he? I'm, I'm feeling conviction right now. What's going on? Many people are waiting for an audible voice, but that's not always the case. God, nine times out of 10, is not going to talk to you in that way, especially when you're starting to realize that he is speaking to you. Take time to reflect on how you've seen him speak to you and recognize the pattern. That way you can take heed to his words towards you. I tend to see God speak through people and situations for me. That's why I originally said that. Is it through people or is it through situations? Um, There was a time that um, I had ordered some hair from Amazon to get my hair done. Because, you know, I got to look good. You feel me? Not playing. Um, It said it delivered. And I went to the mailbox and I did not see it. (laughs) My mailbox is the kind of mailbox that it's like... um, it's set up in a way that everyone's mailbox is just one huge cont- container, but it's been like compartmentalized by numer- by numbers. So it's like, oh, 202, 203, 204, but it's all in one big box. I know you, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the neighborhood mailbox. Um, but I have a specific box. Um, so I looked at my specific box and I didn't see it, but I saw a key and I was wondering like, what is this key for? And mind you, it's raining, it's cold. I'm like, where? Come on, hurry up. So I'm trying to read it, and it just says property of USPS. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, they'll just pick it up. But I'm not seeing it, so I go back in the house. Mailbox is down the street. Like, I got to walk there. But the Holy Spirit told me, go back and look in that mailbox. Okay, so I'm like, because my hair got to be here. It's no way, like, it got to be here. So I go back. And I read the key, and then I understood that the letter on the key corresponded to a bigger box at the bottom of the container. So USPS, if your um, mail is too big and it can't fit into your specific mailbox, they have bigger containers on the bottom, and they'll give you a key corresponding to the letter, and that's where your package will be. So the key opened the bigger container, and there was my package. In that instance. What I got from that was the Holy Spirit trying to say what he has for us to do in our lives is already in us. We just have to take heed to the Spirit in order to understand how to use what it is that's in us. I already had my voice, but the Holy Spirit had to lead me in a way to understand that my voice is what's going to be used to glorify him. Ooh, wow, God is so good. <laughs> so I think it's just so important to spend time with him and see how he speaks to you in order for you to understand his voice. There was one time I prayed to God about a certain situation regarding relationship. And I was like, Lord, I need clarity because I've already prayed that if this person's not for me, take them out of my life and they're still here. So, but I'm also not receiving what I, what the Bible is telling me I should be receiving. I'm not being pursued in the way, I'm not being pursued, (laughs) really, in a way that I feel like the Bible has told me to be pursued. So I'm just asking him, Lord, I need clarity. I don't understand. And my beloved sister told me, she's so wise. Man, the Holy Spirit is really in that girl. But she randomly 
was just talking about something and answered my question that I asked the Holy Spirit. And I'm just like, wow, there's so many times that you speak to me through people. When I first made God the Lord of my life in October 2022, the way I heard him was through someone's live, my brother Jamez. Through his live, I was able to get an understanding to the questions I was just previously, about like 30 minutes prior to, crying and yelling at God, asking him all these questions. And Jamez had answered it with the simplest, most humble, sweet voice ever. And I just felt a sense of love rush over me. So from the second inst or from this most recent instance of me trying to find my hair to the most recent instance of um, the Holy Spirit answering my questions through Toby, um, I realized that that's how God speaks to me. That's how I hear his voice, through his children and through situations. So I said, hmm, okay. So I'm waiting for an audible voice. However, that's not how you speak to me. But he also speaks to me through my thoughts too. But that's that's not as as much as through people in situations. But I remember one time I was fasting and I had laid out on the floor. I had assumed the most humble heart, <laughs> the most uh humble posture, prayer posture. I'm laid out straight on the floor crying snotty nose, and I'm asking the Lord, like, I'm not gonna leave here until you fill my mind with ideas of my purpose. And I remember um, he had given me specific ideas about a certain business that he wanted me to start. And I was like, whoa, like down to the bank account. And I'm like, this is not me. Like, this is not just my thoughts. Because like, I'm literally crying and thanking God and praising God. And I get a business idea. And then I get all the nitty gritty down to what I need to do in order to make this business successful and to glorify him I'm getting all ideas I'm getting visions I'm getting creativity and I know that that is not me and so it was just so amazing for me in that instance to realize how the Holy Spirit speaks to me wow God is just so good please 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 no matter how long it has been Get in his presence. Get on your knees, bow your head, put on worship music. Lay it all out. All the, even the little things. Lord, I stubbed my toe today. It made me so angry because I'm not understanding why I didn't see the pole. But I did stub my toe and it made me angry. Lord, allow my heart to not be as irritable. Father God, give me a humble heart of servitude. Just lay it all out. Really talk to him. Get into his presence. Read his word. Say his word back to him because it will not return to him void. Read a Bible verse. Soap the Bible verse. Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Write it all out. Really spend intentional time with God to give to him and to receive from him. You need to be expectant because if you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm here in your presence, cool, and your arms are crossed, you don't have the right heart posture, that's going to be like, you're just here to check off a, a box on your checklist. 
I need your heart. I need your mind. I need your spirit. Mm, God is so good. I just really, really pray that this was helpful for someone and you got a better understanding. And I love when people ask me questions because it's a moment of edification for not only myself, but also the people asking the question, the glorification of the Lord. And that's the most important part. So with that being said, I want to pray us out. (laughs) Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity, for this episode, for this topic, for being used as a vessel, Father God. I just pray that you reach the one out of the 99, Lord Jesus, that you answer the questions of your children, Lord Jesus, that they are expectant and have humble hearts that want to love you, Lord Jesus, so that they can love themselves and love their neighbor as themselves, Lord Jesus. Father God, we praise you. We give you all adoration for you are good and your mercy is forever. Lord Jesus, I pray a peace over your children that surpasses all understanding, Father God. I ask that that peace rest in them, Lord Jesus, that it rules over their life in the mighty name of Jesus, that they abide in you, Lord Jesus, and you in them, Father God. Lord, I thank you for every humble servant that you have called, Lord Jesus, to turn lost souls, to be a loving person to the next. Father God, we praise you and we give you all adoration for in Jesus' mighty matchless name I pray. Amen. Man, the closing prayers are always so much better than the opening prayers because I feel the Holy Spirit move throughout the episode. So them last prayers is what he lays in my heart. And I'm just like, ooh, use me. I want to be a vessel. Nah, but (laughs) stay tuned on Instagram at Pray Different Podcast for the three-part series of faith. I've dropped part one and part two as well as the intro video. So please go check that out. But as you do so, God bless you all. Love you. Bye.